Hello everyone, this is Deepak, your host. Welcome back to Digital Strategy Unlocked podcast series from Photon. Today we are on our second episode. We are still diving deep into our colleague's success management white paper. And I'm very lucky and honored today to have Barry Gilmore, ex-CIO of L'Oreal and a illuminary in this field. He is known by his colleagues as a change catalyst, a key influencer and a trusted partner. So without further ado, I will hand it over to Barry to kind of give a more deeper intro of himself, and then we will dive into the topic today. Thanks a lot. Hello, Deepak. Uh, thank you for having me. Uh, it's my honor, actually, to be here. So uh, thank you very much for that. I'm Barry Gilmore. I was the uh, CIO of L'Oreal Americas for many years. I, I worked for L'Oreal for 17 years and at Merck & Co. before that for about 17 years. Uh, and then the last few, I've been working independently. So I retired from L'Oreal. I own a company called Barry Gilmore Consulting, LLC. And so uh, I'm just very happy to be here today. So let's dive into it. I'll give a very brief overview where we want to dive today, Barry, with you is to put it simply, the colleague success lifecycle is really about setting your vision and then driving the strategy, thinking about how do you identify kind of the business strategies and priorities? How do you understand where to deploy colleague success management, the points of communication, then architect it, right? The user stories, the feedback, the product backlog build and use the things that the CIOs will do and the groups will do. And then finally, how do you take a regular feedback, a pulse feedback, so that as you're engaging with leadership, as you're engaging with your peers, you're kind of moving forward that design for the future and the continuous improvement and enhancements that will come. And then the measurement behind it. So the first thing I just wanted to start, Barry, was get your thoughts on this whole colleague success lifestyle management and from your vantage point and the experiences you've had, how it could streamline business engagement further in today's kind of rapidly evolving digital world. Sure. I would just say to me, it's, it's vital. It's vital positioning for a CIO to be seen truly as a partner and in the eyes of your business colleague. And that's what CSM is all about. To me, it's, it's a non-negotiable. You need to be there. I mean, IT is certainly not an independent function. It is integral to everything that's inside a business. And the lead, the CIO needs to come and show up that way every day, in my opinion. And, and actually, for me, as I reflect on my career, it was the source of my greatest satisfaction, actually, was to be seen by your colleagues as a partner, as somebody that really cared for the business. And I think this whole CSM methodology helps position the CIO. Maybe for a new CIO, it's even more important. But it's about elevating the conversation, actually. Like, it's not about IT topics anymore only. It's not about the portfolio management anymore, although those things are important. It's really about customer outcomes. It's really about strategic business themes, regardless of the business unit you're talking to. And how are you enabling those things? In the Photon paper, there's the, a vision and strategy phases that are articulated where it is extremely important, in my opinion, like to reflect, like, how does your customer experience you every step of the way? How do they experience you how, as they do their research, as they decide whether to buy from you or not, as the support they receive after a purchase, would they be an advocate for you based on that experience? And does my technology actually facilitate that business in a very frictionless way? 
really, really incredibly important stuff that comes out of the CSM kind of thinking. Am I easy to do business with? And you can think of that in a B2C context or in a B2B context. In the end, do people want to do business with me? The, the other angle, it's a very outside-in perspective, let's say. And at the same time, you're also working an inside-out, kind of assessing inside your organization, inside your capabilities, inside your technology. Do I have what I need and what do I need to improve? What do I need to fix? Do I have the people, the process, the technology, the partnerships to get it done? And so that CSM thinking to me is all-encompassing in that regard. It also, when done well, I believe, includes a competitive assessment part. Are you looking at what your competitors are doing and what they're offering? Are you better than them? When you look across many competitors, and even when you look outside your own industry for best practices, what lessons can you pick up? If there's a fictitious, perfect competitor that had all the capabilities you need to beat in the marketplace... What does that look like? And so I think all of that kind of conversation done in context of partnership with other leaders in the business, I think that's what CSM is all about. And it's, of course, underpinned by delivery. In the end, the teams need to deliver and deliver to the target date, to the target capability. And then beyond that, so that services are adopted and used throughout time. So I think it's vital. And Deepak, you asked about like streamlining the, the business conversation, which is extremely important. Many of our organizations today are extremely complex. There are many business units. There are many functions within a, a business all the way from research through marketing and sales and operations and logistics and all those kinds of things. And then often there's often there are many brands and divisions and many ways of going to market. So it's not a, a one-size-fits-all answer, even inside many companies, and being able to expose that. So in some ways, it's streamlining the conversation, but also the important point, it's enriching the conversation. A much more meaningful dialogue with your business partners, a much more meaningful methodology behind planning with your business partners, target at at strategic outcomes, just targeted at customer experience. I think all of that. All of that is what CSM is about. And to me, it's really a vital aspect of success, and it's vital to the role that a CIO must play today. That's fantastic, Barry. So many nuggets over there, but a few things you said really stood out for me. It's a non-negotiable. It's how your customers experience you. It's both outside in, inside out. And then it's really about enriching the conversation. As you kind of look back in time and reflect on things, I was wondering if I could ask you to maybe share what was your experience on CSM with Photon? Well, it's the reason I'm here, actually. I mean, it's been to, it's been to me an invaluable relationship and it's maintained over many, many years. And I, I think Photon has a very strong customer base and, and a lot of repeat business within that customer base. And even the former customers that now work for Photon or people like myself, perhaps, that are willing to speak on behalf of Photon. To me, Photon, it's a top shelf digital agency that encompasses all of the functions. When you're doing the kind of work we were just describing at CSM, the, the research that Photon can do, the insights they have across the industries, the the, their views on emergent tech and emergent methodologies, the strategy and consulting function. Um, at a Photon, extremely valuable. The internal creative agency, 
that works hand in hand with the strategy and consulting that are able like overnight to deliver the creatives behind the conversations that you just had with your business, whether it starts as a wireframe perhaps, but goes to just full rich graphics that goes so much further than words. I think businesses can get tired of just seeing document after document out of IT. When you make it alive, when you make it look like the experience that you're envisioning for the customer, that you enable debate basically via such deliverables, and that, that's where the value comes. And so all of that is what is under the Photon roof all the way through to delivery in so many different domains that the Photon has experienced. So to me, it, all of that's been valuable. But maybe even more valuable, the partnership aspect of Photon. I've been in some tough waters with Photon, just to be quite honest. And because of the nature of the projects we do are tough, we're always trying to be transformative. And I found Photon a good partner that would stand up in those tough moments that would acknowledge when there were things that needed to be fixed on their side or help us see things that need to be fixed on our side. So I think that partnership was extremely important to the success overall. Thanks a lot for that, Barry, and we really appreciate the relationship and the business as well. I couldn't have put it better. I guess moving from there into the kind of next logical spot, which is this idea of the business happiness score, right? The way we think about it in our white paper is there's a business impact, right? Is it helping the company actually go where it wants to go? What is the impact to the business? What's the stakeholder value, which I think you were talking about as well, right? They are both rough parts of the relationship and smooth parts. How do you get through it? Do you build the trust? Is it easy to do business? How are they shaping the IT products? How are they shaping both the employee and customer experience? And then finally, kind of the block and tackle performance value or performance experience of the IT products and services, both KTLO and otherwise as well. Um, Wanted to get kind of your thoughts on how you think about the colleague success scorecard and any reflections on that as you as you looked at it both from your experience and kind of where you see the industry going next okay so deepak when you ask a good question you might get a question in return so i i think i'm going to come back and ask you about your scorecard process and maybe just describe it in a little bit more depth it could be really helpful but but i'll tell you how i think about it and and maybe i'll be a little bit more informal and intuitive about it and maybe a little bit more formal and measure too but like at the informal level i always reflected on my job and then a lot of your white papers focused on the job of the cio right I found myself often being the chief problem officer. Like my job, my job was to solve problems, and they would creep up every day in one form or another. And not problem necessarily in a negative sense, but also in a positive opportunity sense. And when I like, if I was to measure, was I being successful or not? When I found myself actually being invited into my colleagues' problems and them opening themselves and saying, this is what we're facing. This is the issue we have. This is the challenge we have. What are your thoughts, Barry? Then, then I thought I had done something right, you know, that I was actually invited into that kind of conversation. And if there were my team at different levels of the organization, similarly, were seen that way as being worthy of being invited into the challenges. Then you knew you were part of an internal partnership that was invaluable. And again, the, this enriching of the dialogue that it goes past being about requests or projects, but it goes into being about strategic themes that the organization has prioritized and is going after. And they know that tech 
is an enabler to all of it. And that they know that your partnership is an enabler to all of it. And they welcome you into that. I, I mean, that's humbling and, and vital. So in, in the end, this is all about agility in my mind. Are we being a agile business enterprise from, from start to finish? And so you'll see things that are happening in your organization that might give you indicators that you're being successful. Am I achieving like a, a scaled out agile approach? Having like meaningful planning, maybe big room planning sessions where the business is actively engaged. They care. They're saying their point of view because they think speaking their will is important in this partnership. I think those are good signs. You see design thinking creeping into the dialogue where they really care about how the customers experience all the way through all the execution, the iterations, the retrospectives, all that kind of stuff. When you see partnership at multiple levels of the business organization with their IT organization in a, in a way that feels good, like those to me are like the informal indicators that you just, you feel that you're making progress. You feel that you've elevated the way the IT organization is looked at in inside the entire company. So that's to me what it's always been about. But, but Deepak, I'll be, I think I'm going to come back to you and say like, tell us a little bit more about the scorecard. Like tell us how it works in your mind. And, and you've seen it in many different companies. Share your point of view. Thanks for that. I think you're spot on, particularly about the part being invited by your colleagues to kind of help solve their problems. As you said, like the chief problem officer. So I'll quickly walk through the construct and a couple of examples, but our business happiness score is made up of three components. There's business impact, stakeholder value, and performance experience. And then there are metrics under each of it, which depend on your company, your product, and your industry. But the way we design this is it can be done at an individual project or digital kind of proposition level. And then you can layer it up and aggregate it to look across. So it kind of gives you a great way to go deep, but also look at the big picture. If you take an example, let's say you're doing a CRM implementation and you're also doing a mobile app, right? For both of those, you would have different stakeholders and then you would measure the stakeholder value in terms of how are they feeling about it? Is it easy for them to work with your group? Are they getting the experience they want? Are they able to start using and adopting kind of the mobile app you've built or the features of the CRM? Are they getting activated and producing the way they are? Then you look at the business impact of each, which is to say, hey, what is this goes to the colleagues' problems, right? What is the outcome they were trying to achieve? And is the solution I gave them actually helping them move the metrics or achieve that outcome in the right way with the right velocity, right? So if it was a revenue number, then is the revenue actually increasing? If it's an efficiency or cost optimization, or let's say reducing tech debt, is that actually happening? If it's improving NPS from an experience, is that happening? And then finally, the performance experience, which is, did the projects go on time? Is the CRM go live on time? Is the mobile app? working without any bugs? Are there no escalations, no fixes that are needed? Those are all low. And now if you think about it in the companies we worked, you can measure this separately for projects, but you can layer it up and then you kind of see a health score at the top which says, hey, I've got 20 things running. 14 of them, the business impact seems to be green, but the stakeholder value is kind of slightly yellow, right? Or vice versa, or my performance value is red, but 
my stakeholder value seems to be somehow green, which means I'm doing Herculean human efforts to make it happen. So you start recognizing these patterns and these insights in advance that you can quickly react to and make sure that your overall happiness score gets to the level you want to. And you can look at it holistically and then you can dive deep into seeing, okay, which projects or which digital propositions of mine are actually creating the challenge that I'm seeing. So that's that's kind of how it works. And then you can assign different thresholds based on your company to it, right? Every company does slightly differently. So in the summary, what I would say, Barry, is like the, the framework, the categories, they're all common. You can set it up for scale or deep dive. And then the metrics inside each are dependent on your projects and your company and the dynamic, the industry dynamic that you're sitting, right? A CPG might have different metrics than a manufacturing supply chain company, for example but they'll both have the same stakeholder value business impact category, so to say. Yeah, understood, understood. And, and you can imagine in, in a, across all the functions of an organization, that kind of layering that you're describing, whether the IT services are supporting a research function, a manufacturing supply chain function, a sales function, marketing functions across many different brands, et cetera. Like you, as you're saying, you, you shape because the, the needs are a little bit different, but certainly you can measure it is, is the point, I think, of your scorecard. And you actually reminded me of a great example from a, a little bit previous life, Barry, where, is, where I was working with a CIO where finance and HR were very happy with IT, but marketing was not, right? So you could clearly see the, like, the same thing is working with one function, but not another, and then apply the best practices from one to the other to say, hey, how come these guys are happy, but these folks are not? So uh, what learning can we take to kind of plug the gap that was happening with marketing. So absolutely that that happens a lot as well. So I appreciate you actually pointing that out to me. Yeah, very good, very good. Any last thoughts on overall colleague success, Barry, before we start to wrap up? I think what we've been trying to speak to is just the strategic importance of all of this. Again, whether you're an established CIO or a new CIO, relevance, I think, is what it's all about. Relevance to your business colleagues. I think the CIO, my opinion, personal opinion, the CIO needs to be humble. It, it's about the business success. It's about, in all its dimensions, it's about customer experience that makes your company successful and being the enabler of that. And there's great satisfaction in all of that. And I applaud Photon for putting this methodology on the table for helping CIOs through this. I think it's in a, a very valuable function that you've conceived here. I appreciate it, Barry. And, and with that, I think we'll head to close. I really thank you from the bottom of my heart. Really appreciate you coming on the show and sharing your insights. If I could, I will use two of your words and phrases to close. Be humble and it's a non-negotiable. I think those stick with me. Other things might stick with others. Please listen to the podcast and subscribe to it on whichever platform you do. And feel free to go and download our colleague success management white paper from Photon and reach out to us for any further questions. And look forward to other episodes as we continue to dive deeper with the key luminaries like Barry and his peers in looking at digital strategy unlocked. Thanks a lot for joining and I look forward to the next one with all of you. Thank you. Thanks, Barry. Thank you.